We all know that goal-oriented people are more successful, happier, and just overall more productive. But setting and keeping goals is a skill. And like any other skill, there's a right and a wrong way to go about doing it. One thing you might find helpful is actually separating your goals into behavior-based and outcome-based models. There's a few differences between the two, and knowing which is which can be the key to your success. So stick with us in this episode as Devon and I break down the difference between behavioral versus outcome-based goals. Right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, a show where we discuss living as a leader worth following, leading others to do the same, and in doing so, leaving a legacy for future generations. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., a learning and development professional and leadership coach, sitting down with my co-host, Anthony Devon Watts Jr., an expert contact center leader that has effectively led and developed dynamic teams with high motivation. Together, we have over 30 years experience in the corporate game. Join us as we discuss our growth as leaders, share the lessons we've learned, and interview others to see how their leadership style was shaped as they were mentored by adversity. Yo, 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 yo. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast presented by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Uh, remember, this is a show where we teach you how to live as a leader worth following, how to develop others to do the same, and then in doing so, leaving uh, a legacy for generations to come. I am your host, Jimmy Gonzalez, along with my co-host, Devon Watts Jr. Skull. Vikings <laughs> in the building. Got the Vikings hat, yes. We're uh, looking forward to a crazy wild card football weekend. Oh, no. uh, my my teammate, they they're sitting down for the well, rest of the play for the rest yeah. of the year. But I stopped wearing my uh, any of my sports affiliation stuff when I know the season's <laughs> over. Uh, since we're there, so like I'm on a, on a meeting at work, and you know some of the meetings we still do by Zoom, and. Um, I went into the meeting and didn't realize that I still had like the Notre Dame background. Oh. Yeah. So then like nobody, they're just asking me, oh, did you graduate from Notre Dame? And I'm like, no, I graduated from Florida A&M University. That's just my favorite team. I'm like, yeah, season's over. I need to drop this background. Like I'm done. <laughs> um, but to our listeners and our viewers, thank you for joining us. I digressed. Uh, we are going to be chopping up the difference between behavior and outcome based goals. Uh, we know, you know, it's that time of year. If you haven't done so already, you should at least be, you know, thinking about planning your goals, goal chunking, going through that whole process. Um, but we, again, we want to really break down the difference between behavior and outcome-based goals. Uh, so definitely look forward to having this conversation with my own boy today and really, again, talking about that specifically. Um, thank you for joining us. Again, we, we appreciate all of the love and all of the support uh, continue right as we go through this process uh, to make sure that you like the actual podcast itself, that you leave us a review. Uh, again, whether you're listening to us on Spotify or iTunes, please go ahead and do that. Uh, if you're watching for our viewers on the YouTube channel, go ahead and make sure you subscribe. If you haven't done so, go ahead and hit that alert button so that you are alerted. Uh, not just when we're dropping new episodes, but we have new fresh learning content uh, that we're going to be delivering on a weekly basis. Uh, so we are putting it out there. Uh, and our new partner, uh, Ricardo Bernias, also known as Rico, uh, is really going to be helping to man that piece of it. So uh, he's on the hook. He's on the hook for some, some learning <laughs> content uh, to be able to provide to all of you out there. Uh, and then don't forget to follow us on our social media platforms. You can follow myself, Coach Jimmy G Jr. 
uh, or Devon at Leadership Dosen on Instagram. You can follow the podcast itself at uh, Legacy Leadership. And then, of course, on Facebook, on YouTube, and then on LinkedIn uh, at Legacy Leadership, uh, excuse me, uh, Legacy in Leadership podcast. Uh, and if you haven't jumped into community yet, like, please, what are you waiting for? Find us on Facebook, Legacy Leader Community. Very easy to find. Uh, request to get a part of that group. We have a lot of stuff going on in there. Again, we're dropping uh, exclusive content in there, kind of uh, first look uh, information and content in there as well. Uh, we just this past uh, week also went in there and talked about uh, really just teaching, man, and breaking some things down for, you know, how do you get comfortable with asking for help? Um, and like we all need that like we need those we drop nine tips and three action items so that's the type of content that you'll be getting in the community so again if you haven't joined us uh check us out uh, on facebook you can reach out to us legacy leadership community we'd love to have you in there and join in some of these conversations um so look forward to seeing you there absolutely <laughs> uh, behavior versus outcome based goals um I mean, I always ask, so I definitely don't want to just, you know, uh, want to get into this topic because we know that you guys want to hear about this. I'm like, what are you talking about? Behavior versus outcome-based goals. Uh, but how are you doing? I mean, you're rocking this goal. Uh, Vikings are out of the playoffs. Um, how are you doing in general? Obviously, I'm I'm feeling in good spirits if I'm confident to come and rock a, rock a team that uh, finished below 500. Uh, right, but um, but I'm loyal, so I'm still rock for my bikes, and hopefully uh, Justin Jefferson pulls out the rookie of the year. That's what I'm looking forward to. But mm -hmm. outside of that, man, I'm, I'm in great spirits. Like you said, I think the thing that has me in the best spirits, to be honest with you, is um, I know you already kind of called it out, but the, just kind of the the discourse, the discussion that's going on in the legacy leader community mm -hmm. um, that we have on Facebook, and just being able to engage with our legacy leaders, men and. You're right. It is that time of the year. So uh, a lot of folks are really focused on goal setting and establishing goals and the things that they're going to accomplish. And um, actually, I heard I heard it said, man, and um, it really resonated with me when I heard when I heard this. And I was like, yo, that's a whole mood. But uh, I heard somebody say that they plan to not play to not play with 2021 the way that 2020 did not play with them. Mm. Right. And so I was like, oh, I like that. Yeah, that's definitely the move for 2021, right? So um, you can just feel the energy. I think, you know, that, that stuff is infectious, right? Um, it's contagious. Like you can see um, interesting words to use during a pandemic, but you guys know what I mean, right? <laughs> um, like you can just kind of tap into that energy of other folks that are really going through this process of outlining the things that they're looking to tackle in 2021. Um, and I would say the energy is, is just different. It's definitely different than it has been in prior years, I think largely because of the things we've experienced in 2020. Uh, but yeah, man, I think that has me in really good spirits, man. Just the dialogue that continues to go throughout the day and, um, you know, people kind of sharing what they're, what they're getting after and encouragement and, um, you know, best practices and just kind of all of these things, man. So that has me in, 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 a, in a good space. What about you? No, I'm right there with you, man. Uh, you know, Past events, uh, there's still heaviness. You know, we just starting the the year off, and, and there's a you know craziness already going on in our country. Uh, I'm just trying to keep it positive, though, man. And you know, we have so many things that we're we're looking to accomplish, um, and not just for ourselves. Like we're trying to give to y'all, to the community, and and continue to 
up our game and challenge ourselves to, to continue to provide good content uh, and experiences for our people, whether that's the experience of you listening, you watching us, or you joining us in challenges and some of these, these webinars and classes that we're doing in the legacy leader community. Uh, we're just, again, just zoned in on creating the best possible experience and providing as much value uh, as possible. And that has me hyped. And, you know, we're talking about goals. Um, we're not going to necessarily be getting into how to break down goals. If you're interested in that, you can go back to season one and episode 18. The name of it is Moonshot Mindset, but that's really talking about achieving success through goal setting. And we break down four different steps and kind of principles to help you do that. Um, you know, but I mentioned it on the, the last episode. I had a really good conversation with my mom about 2021 and our goals and our vision. Uh, then I had a conversation which was more of kind of a coaching uh, session with my sister and breaking some things down to her about setting goals. and uh, But I love doing that stuff, man. And I love having those type of conversations and just thinking about um, the future, but how today and what we do today and the disciplines and the habits of today are going to allow us to, to get to hopefully God willing, you know, to those those aspirations and things that we, we are looking towards in the future. Uh, so, yeah, man, good spirits, bro. High energy. Um, workout still going well. I told you I'm starting to uh, dial in the nutrition and, and work on that piece. So all of that, you know, is um, all of that's important, right? Uh, emotional, spiritual, mental, physical. Uh, if you haven't been with us before uh, and you're new, you know, that's something that we are definitely a huge proponent on is sharpening your soul and making sure that you're focusing on those four areas. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so keeping it going, baby, keeping it going. So um, you, you posted something actually a couple of weeks ago uh, about um, kind of about goal setting, but not necessarily goal setting, but, you know, kind of that um, what kind of sparked the interest about this topic, you know, really the difference between behavior and outcome based goals and how those behaviors really help you to get to that outcome based goal that you're trying to achieve. Uh, so why don't you let our, our listeners and our viewers know a little bit about that, that post that you made inside of the legacy leader community. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess the reason why it made me think about about goal setting is because I think anytime you go through the goal setting process, you're acknowledging the fact that you're working towards something. So there has to be uh, a certain amount of effort, a certain amount of grind, a certain amount of grit that's necessary in order to get to that, that desired outcome. You know, that's not going to happen overnight. Right. But, you know, that if I continue to work and I continue to execute that I should get the desired outcome that I want. And so um, a while back, I posted something as a, a Monday motivation from Usain Bolt, which I thought was just a fire quote um, for those who don't know who Usain Bolt because that could very well be the case. Um, but he's arguably considered the greatest sprinter to ever live in the history of the planet. Um, the world's fastest man, the fastest man in history, uh, multiple gold medals, um, just again, a, a phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. Um, and he was quoted as saying that hey, I trained four years. I trained four years to run nine seconds. He's talking about his world record. Um, you know, a 100 meter dash. So I trained four years of work, nine seconds. Uh, and that just put a lot of things in perspective to me about, you know, the beauty of the grind, right? A lot of people see the success, they see the outcome, but they don't see everything that preceded that, that outcome, right? The out that preceded the success that really makes or break if you're successful or not. And so to me, that just tied right back into goal setting when you're talking about setting goals and establishing goals, um, 
you know, it's the difference between, you know, setting a goal around your behaviors and then setting a goal around the outcome, right? Like, what do you want to, to achieve? What do you want the end result to be? Um, and then I, I couldn't, I couldn't help but just naturally start to compare, you know, the goal setting process to the coaching process, especially for us as leaders. Like when we go through the process of coaching and developing folks, um, you guys have probably heard this quite a bit. Um, if you've learned any type of official coaching method, um, or you know, where people are breaking down like, hey, you need to focus on the myofi, the most impactful opportunity for our area for improvement, opportunity for improvement um, is focusing on the behaviors like it, it does nothing to just, you know, sit down with somebody and say you need to get to X by Y and that be the extent of coaching. You really need to be able to identify the behaviors that ultimately influence the result at the end of the day. Right. And I think that comes naturally to us as leaders, as we continue to refine our coaching and development process to automatically think about, well, what behaviors am I going to address in this discussion in order to tie it to this desired outcome? So the funny thing to me is that we don't seem to make that connection when it comes to goal setting for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like it should be natural that uh, if we're goal setting for ourselves, if, and to me, goal setting is just another form of coaching, but now it's self-coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I should be able to break down my goal into two distinct areas. My goal should be broken down into two distinct areas. One that is focused on the behavioral goals. So what do I want to change about my habits to put me in the position for the desired outcome? And then my outcome-based goal, like what do I want the desired outcome to be at the end of the day? Um, and so seeing as this is the top of the year, everybody's talking about goal setting, um, you know, new year, new you, new goals. Um, we want to make sure that we do our, our, our diligence. We do, um, we're good stewards of this leader, legacy leader community, and we bring it to everybody's attention. The importance of making sure you establish behavioral based goals and then outcome based goals. And what are the difference between the two? Yeah, for sure. Um, so let's jump into that, right? So when we talk about behavior-based goals, um, behavior-based goals are, are typically changes to, to how you act. Um, you know, for instance, maybe I want to handle stress better. I want to be nicer to other people. Uh, I want to spend less time procrastinating. Or typically, those are examples of behavior-based goals, right? And they focus on really how you personally feel and then how you behave. Uh, instead of really just, you know, looking at, purely the outcome of your actions. Um, now these behavior-based goals can play into the outcome-based goals, but they are, they're two different things. And again, that's what we're gonna do for you when we break down the differences. Um, but when you change how you think and how you feel, you often start to realize that there's a change in your results, right? Because you know, we talk about kind of that, that stinking thinking, right? That mm-hmm. a lot of the, the lack, lack of results that we have currently are really because of how we think about things, which then leads to feelings, negative feelings, negative thoughts, negative feelings. Uh, and then we, we kind of just shut ourselves down from taking the steps or doing the things or making ourselves scared or nervous or anxious, whatever that feeling is for you to then go ahead and achieve and take the steps to achieve the goals that you're trying to achieve for yourself. Um, but in order to make these behavior-based goals, like you really need to reflect, you do need to reflect on how you feel and, and really start to analyze those things, uh, especially when you're completing a task. Um, 
there are certain tasks, and we were kind of talking about this prior to, to hitting record, there are certain tasks that, you know, I don't necessarily enjoy doing, but there are things that I need to get done, whether that's in my personal life or, or for my, my job that I do, uh, you know, kind of my nine to five. Um, so you got to think about that in your own life, you know, when you're when you're doing these tasks, like, do you get snippy with your coworkers? Uh, maybe in the morning time, do you feel like tired when you're trying to meet a deadline? You know, really, how are you feeling as you're going through the process of trying to complete this task and to hit this particular goal? So when you're focusing on, again, on the way that you feel when you're not performing well and really thinking about how you're feeling in those moments, it gives you an opportunity to say, okay, well, I know that this is how I'm feeling and I'm a big proponent get this y'all that your feelings don't come from just poof you know from from thin air they come from a thought mm -hmm. so what am i thinking and it typically again it's some type of negative thought that it is then causing that feeling to come up so man yeah you know i'm doing this project i'm working on this task uh but i don't really like this or i don't really want to do this or i don't agree with this and you're, you're having these negative thoughts and putting focus on that which then makes you feel a particular way and either you don't complete the task you don't do it with excellence, you know, whatever kind of that negative outcome is. Um, so what we want to do is making sure that we're making a true concrete effort to to change, again, how we feel in those particular moments. And that's really what we're we're talking about and focusing on when we talk about those behavior based goals. Um, definitely. And I'm with you, Devon, like the behaviors that you take, because you can't just set a goal and then not do anything, right? You have to set the goals, the outcomes that I'm trying to achieve, and then put certain action steps and behaviors in place to reach those things. Um, but what holds us back from typically hitting our goals, again, are those feelings, those negative thoughts that cause the feelings that get in the way of us moving forward. So that is what we want to focus on as far as these behavior-based goals. Well, yeah, absolutely, right? Because you, you what you're talking about is, you know, when we're talking about behaviors, we're talking about behavior based goals, but specifically behaviors, just breaking that down. These are things that are um, observable, they're repeatable, right? Like, what are those triggers for you? Right? What are those triggers for you? Those things that put you um, again in that that negative, that negative headspace, that negative disposition that prevents you from exerting the maximum effort necessary in order to complete you know, whatever the task is, whatever the objective is, that ultimately can tie to your outcome-based result, right? Your outcome-based result. Um, and I, th I think back to, you know, kind of some of the goals that we've been able to um, establish for ourselves coming into 2021, things that we're doing with the podcast, things that we're um, even doing uh, personally, right? Uh, we'll let the 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 community in on a little bit of the green room talk right but um when we were both just having you know uh, kind of discussion catching up on where we're at with our our physical fitness goals and some <laughs> of the things that that we're um you know targeting for 2021 and you know the the opportunity for our behavior based you know goals was really around our disposition when it came to eating meal prepping and kind of the work that's associated with that right like you know, or just that negative headspace of, oh man, like I, I have to actually like think about what I'm going to eat. Like I got to plan this thing out. Like I got to be mindful of like my macros, like, and just even in, you know, both of our dispositions and just kind of the whole nine, we're just like, oh, but I don't want to like, I don't want to do that. Right. Like, I just don't want to have to do, like, I didn't have to think about eating. Now we know you and I being, you know, um, kind of at this, as long as we've been at this, 
we know the importance that nutrition plays, you know, in terms of a behavior to get to the desired outcome based goal of what our body composition wants to be, where we want to be from a weight perspective, where we want to be from a strength perspective, that's the outcome based goal, right? And a part of the behavior is well, we need to be consistent with um, going to the gym, we need to be consistent in our workout, we need to be consistent in our nutrition, right? And then if you peel back the layer of the onion a little bit further, what prevents us from that behavior being consistent in our, tr our nutrition is the behavior of our feelings towards meal preps and the effort that it takes to do nutrition properly, right? And so, um, Fortunately for us, we have, you know, each other as accountability partners and we can kind of take, you know, talk through those things and um, encourage one another and come up with strategies or tactics to address the behavioral mindset, the feeling so that we can be better at executing on the actual behaviors to get to the desired outcome based goal. Um, so my challenge would be for our legacy leader community, as you go through this process of outlining your goals that are in front of you. Um, and for 2021, and I know that you may have actually gone through a similar process, you know, for 2020. Um, and obviously, you know, the pandemic and all the things that happened in 2020, not permitting, um, kind of remove that noise, if you can, you know, from from the from your thought process from your analysis, and really do some introspection and think about like, how do I feel when it comes to some of these behavioral type tasks that ultimately tie into my outcome base goal right because i think if we're all honest with ourselves we can find like i can you know i'll use myself as the example the feelings that i have right now about the new the the effort it takes to commit to the nutrition component and the preparation and all that stuff the fact that i have to think about that now like oh god you know what was me i have to actually think about eating um <laughs> i those feelings have existed for years I've, I've had that same that same negative disposition about it ever since I was like, you know, 15, 16, mostly because I know what my trigger was. My trigger was that back when I was 15, 16, I had to consume a lot mm -hmm. in order to, to get to my weight goals. So that I'm I'm talking about eating like seven, eight times a day. Right. And so I just have these these triggers and then these these feelings that get triggered by thinking about nutrition that even now at 32, I still can't completely shake because I'm like, oh man, this is a thing now, right? And so <laughs> I, I, would just, I would just challenge our listeners as you're going through your goal setting process, you're examining, you're examining your behavioral-based goals and those feelings that manifest themselves when you're tackling it, identify what those triggers are, identify what those feelings are, name those feelings and name those triggers so you can understand what the association is and then be intentional, be intentional about um, addressing that behavior, about flipping that behavior, make it a goal to just have a different disposition when it comes to the task. And like, if you do that and you start there, then you'll be surprised how the rest of it starts to fall into place. The, mm -hmm. the ability to be consistent in the other areas from a behavioral perspective start to fall into place. And that gets you closer and closer to your ultimately your outcome uh, your outcome-based goal, if those two things are tied together. Yeah, doing that is going to help, you know, it's just going to make things more pleasant. It's going to make you more productive. Uh, for our listeners, you're, you won't be able to see it, but I've been having like this huge just smile on my face for the last two minutes and just really laughing at myself, the both of us, but even myself. Uh, if you're watching this this vidcast, you would see that, that cheese uh, on my face because we were just doing that. And me, like, you know, we're sitting here talking about, you know, I'm talking to my coach at the gym and she's breaking down the numbers for me. And she told me that I have to start consuming like 250 grams a day. And I'm like, oh, 
<laughs> so again, if you've been following us for any amount of time, especially throughout the whole first season, you know that we are transparent. Obviously, we know that we're not perfect. Uh, while we have accomplished certain things in our life and we feel confident in respect, like we still know that we don't always have it figured out, right? And it's always that uh, that opportunity to keep tweaking things and remind yourself and, and remind each other, which is why I appreciate my man, because we hold each other accountable that way, um, that it really is the thought that I have. And I remember, you know, when uh, when I really started that journey several years ago of at one point for my folks out there, I was 260 pounds and just very out of shape. And I started to get to this point where I was about 200 and really getting back into the gym and I completely changed how I ate. Um, but the point I'm making is that I had to eat a lot, as we were just saying, but I had to switch my mentality and start telling myself, no, like, like you need to love to eat because of what it's doing to your body and the results that you're going to be able to get. So I really had to start thinking about my thoughts and how I was thinking about food and how I was thinking about eating, especially that much, um, and allow those those thoughts again to change how I felt, uh, so that I could be successful eating a whole bunch of you know brown or white rice and chicken and broccoli and stuff like that. So. Um, so thank you for the reminder. Again, we're talking about these things, but you know, I'm just sitting here laughing at myself because, um, you know, again, we still fall victim at times. But that's why we have these conversations. Uh, that's why we coach each other. That's why we coach other people. Because um, again, as we talked about uh, the other day uh, in the group, that you know, it's this is kind of a form of asking for help, not necessarily you know, uh, <laughs> verbally asking for it, but just realize, you know what? Yeah, I, I do need to hear a little bit more of that, Devon, because. I realize that uh, I still fall victim every once in a while. So, um, so that's, ladies and gentlemen, what we're talking about us in regards to behavior-based goals. Then we have outcome-based goals, right? Which outcome-based goals are changes that you're going to make to your performance and the things that you're doing. So, for instance, you know, I want to, um, you know, I want to kind of answer and go through my emails a little bit faster. Maybe I'm trying to reduce the amount of errors that I'm making in, in a day or when I'm working on a particular project uh, and, and getting projects done uh, on time are all, again, outcome-based goals that you set for yourself. They're, they focus on the outcome of your actions and the things that you're putting into place rather than what we just talked about, rather than how you feel about performing the particular task. Um, Outcome-based goals, they tend to be easier to quantify, uh, which is good because we want to you know, be able to track and put numbers down. So like, you know, uh, going back to the example, like I'm, I'm tracking how many carbs and how many, you know, grams of protein and fat I'm eating on a daily basis, how many calories I'm consuming on a daily basis. Uh, forget about how I feel about the workouts, but I'm keeping track of how many workouts I'm doing per week and then per month. Uh, so those are all things, of course, that are, are um, we can quantify as we're going through those. So you can count the number of emails, right, that you respond to before lunch. Uh, you can keep track of the amount of time that you're spending on a particular task or a particular project. For that reason, most people focus on making outcome-based goals because it's easier. Like I can mm -hmm. quantify, I can look at, especially if you're a numbers person and you're, like, you're all into the spreadsheets, I can measure. put it in a spreadsheet, I can measure, I can see, I can make charts and graphs and I can see all those things. Uh, and sometimes we tend to not want to focus on our feelings, right? And, and how we're feeling in, a, in any given moment or how we're feeling about a particular task or project or something that we're trying to do. Um, so I'll stop there and then kind of let you, you know, um, 
talk a little bit about you know how, how you feel about outcome-based goals themselves yeah so when i when i think about outcome-based goals right um Gosh, I like just this kind of this comparison of this phrase just keeps ringing around in my head because you're right. It is it is easy for um, people to naturally lean towards the outcome based goals. It's the things that um, are measurable, right? Um, easy to track. Like you can either say, yes, I did it or no, I no, I didn't do it. Right. But I, I find that often the people that are consistently the most successful, the con most consistently successful at um, manifesting, achieving, however you want to want to call it, uh, um, every single goal that they set for themselves are the ones that do a great job of not just clearly defining the outcome-based goal, but also defining the behavior-based goal that ties to it. Right, and the, the thing that comes to mind is, you know, those that are the most successful on their path, right, on their path to to success or, or greatness or achieving um, this goal are the ones that don't just focus on the destination, but they actually spend a lot of time focused on the journey and the behavior-based goals, those behavior-based goals that we kind of broke down and talked about are really about the journey, right? About the mindset, the headspace that you need to be in and the things that are not measurable, but are observable, they're actionable, they're repeatable, right? And then for the outcome-based goals, these are the things that are measurable, right? Clearly measurable. And then you can, you know, say, yeah, I, I achieved it or no, I didn't achieve it. Um, even within though outcome-based goals, where I think at times we fall short is even though we can measure it, where we fall short at times is consistently measuring it along the way, right? Like, and we're not going to get into it um, on this episode by any stretch of the imagination, but um, in future episodes or in future uh, learning content that you guys will get from the Legacy Leadership Learning Group, um, we're going to talk a little bit about goal chunking and we're going to talk about how to break down your goals and, and the whole nine, right? But there is a, there is a, uh, there's an approach, there's a methodology to doing this because it's not just enough to say, this is where I want to end up at, you know, I want to end up at X by Y, but there are checkpoints along the way things that you can measure along the way, a cadence for measurement that allows you to, to assess, am I heading in the right direction if I'm not, or if I'm not on track, how do I adjust some of those behavioral components so that I can get to the desired outcome, right? And so, um, again, the outcome-based objectives, um, you know, they tend to come natural for us because, you know, again, we can put the uh, number down on the paper or on a spreadsheet or on a chart or something like that. Mm -hmm. But even then we have opportunities with, um, after we've committed to that number or that, that desired outcome, like what, what's our cadence of, of checking in, touching base and ensuring that we're heading in the right direction, getting the feedback so we can adjust the behaviors along the way. Yeah, that just kind of had me thinking, and I'll just you know reiterate uh, to our legacy leaders out there how important it is. It is great to uh, to have a vision and to set goals, uh, and sometimes that you know I even posted recently you know kind of a, a mind mapping exercise I was doing for my goals for 2021. Um, and that's kind of the fun part because it's like, yeah, you're, you're dreaming and you're visioning and you're thinking about all these great things that you want to achieve. Uh, again, that tends to be a little bit easier. The, the more difficult part then is, all right, now that those are my goals, again, what are the action steps and the behaviors that I need to put in place and, and start reverse engineering that? So if I have a, a uh, let's just say a 30 day goal, um, you know, what do I need to do this week? week one, week two, week three, week four, uh, in order to make sure that I'm taking those steps to achieve that ultimate goal in the end. And then thinking about, 
how am I feeling through this process and making sure that my thoughts, I'm having positive thoughts and I'm in that good mind space to, pro to produce positive feelings so that I'm even that much more energized to get, to get the tasks done that I really love doing, but also to get those tedious tasks done and things that I really don't enjoy doing, but I know need to get done and they're part of this overall process for me to, to achieve that goal. And when you said falling in love with the process, that's part of it too, is falling in love with with the grimy stuff, with the things that you don't always like doing or that you're not even necessarily always good at, but I know I need to keep you know getting after it and keep doing it so I can improve. Um, all of those things, you know, kind of fall into those 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 spots that are not necessarily enjoyable, but we have to learn to love love them and love working through it and working through the process itself. Um, so, you know, for our folks out there, when we talk about you know these behavior versus outcome based goals, I think the key too is just you know making making it all work together. Right, what we just talked about, making it work together with the outcomes that we're trying to achieve, the behaviors, the actions that we're going to put in place, and then really taking a look at how we feel through that process uh, and making sure that we're trying to stay as positive as possible. Um, so that's really the key is kind of melding those two things together. Uh, often, again, you can get to the root of the problem by changing your behavior and then watch as your outcomes change. So as I start changing my thoughts, changes my feelings, changes the behaviors that I start taking, then you'll definitely start to see much, much more positive results uh, from that. Sometimes it's hard to, to kind of separate the two of those things, uh, but that's okay. Like give yourself some grace through that process. You know, just don't lose sight of the fact that your performance really is a mix of both of those things. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. the outcome that I'm looking for and then the behaviors themselves. And just having that right mindset, man, is just so important as you're working hard to to press forward and, and succeed and achieve, you know, that that goal that you're trying to uh, trying to achieve. Um, so make them work together and you'll find yourself uh, having a lot more success. And again, it just being a much more pleasurable process throughout. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I like kind that of, actually. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I like that actually because you, know, you talked about falling in love with the process. You talked about, you know, just making it a more pleasurable process. And um, I think like for me, right, you know, um, I'm using, you know, our our fitness, you know, goal, our fitness commitment because mm -hmm. you know, it's top of mind. We just kind of talked about it and it's pretty common, you know, commonplace, especially um, now coming into the top of the year, people usually have fitness goals. And um, I think even now more so than ever, I saw some, you know, um, some post people saying, hey, I'm going to try to lose the quarantine 15 or something like that. Um, so <clears throat> when I think about just kind of our own, my own personal journey, our own personal journeys, um, you know, I know for a fact, like while I, I have the feelings that I have about the meal preparation component that I need to work through from a behavioral perspective, what continues to keep me on this path and, um, you know, you know, propel me towards achieving that outcome, the desired outcome of body composition and, and all that stuff is I'm in love with the process. I'm not even love, in love with the out, the, the end result, the output, like um, the body composition and how I look like that's not what motivates me. It literally is the the and I, you and I kind of talked about this just a, a, a little bit uh, a couple weeks back but it's the the mental discipline the the game that occurs there right like mm -hmm. that process the process of all right um you know when I'm getting ready to go out or go work out like did I do everything to prepare myself to to dominate 
my workout, right? To, to win my workout. Cause it's me versus me. It's me versus my preparation. It's me versus, um, you know, um, the game plan that I've put together and me, um, versus my ability to execute on the game plan that I outlined. And then, you know, once I get into the gym and, I, and I'm running or I'm working out or whatever the case may be, um, it's being able to complete everything that I laid out to, to get completed and knowing that, you know, there's going to be a moment where I'm going to be struggling with the rep. And, um, you know, I said I was going to do 10, but I, I only got eight clean right now. Like I got to get these last two. Am I going to get these last two and mentally dig and, and push myself to get those last two? Or am I going to end up, um, you know, uh, succumbing to, to, to the workout and the weight and being defeated. Right. And it's kind of that mental aspect that I've fallen in love with where, I get hype off of not being defeated by the, the two reps. Like mm -hmm. that's, that's the motivation for me. And then that ultimately ties into, um, getting me closer to my outcome based goal, right? My outcome based goal of how I want to look in the body composition, all the other stuff. But the pleasure for me is in that process the, like falling in love with that process of hitting the gym, having the music up, working out, pushing myself, pushing myself to the point where it's like, man, I don't even know if I can get this. Then mentally challenging myself to say, you have no choice but to get this and then manifesting that, right? And so I think the key that you've touched on, which I just want to continue to reiterate for, for um, our legacy leaders um, as you're thinking about this, and again, it doesn't have to be in the fitness space, um, right? We're just using that as a vehicle to kind of um, connect with you guys and, you know, um, relate to what we, we currently have been talking about and focusing on. But it really is, <clears throat> you have to be firing on all three cylinders, right? Like we talked about the behavior base and the outcome base and making those things work in tandem. Um, the glue that really continues to, to kind of make those things gel and work in tandem is the mental aspect of it, like the yeah. mental component of it. When we talked about the behavior, the mental component of that is ensuring that you are being critical and going back and assessing what triggers, mental triggers are in play that causes you to be in a certain mind, um, a headspace, a certain mindset, right, before you have to tackle the mundane behavior, right? So, like, you have to be able to master yourself from a mental perspective there. And then from an outcome-based um, perspective, the mental component is, um, you know, in not just defining your goal, right? Cause you, you need to be thoughtful about how you do that and what you're committing to, right? But then mentally ensuring that you are measuring and taking stock of your progress along the way. What is my game plan? Is my game plan working as intended? Am I starting to, to um, head closer to my goal, you know, three weeks in, or am I further away um, from my goal than where I started? And then if I am further away, then what do I need to change about my strategy, my approach, my behavioral component? Like that mental game is always in play. So especially, um, you know, again, you know, from a goal setting perspective as a leader and everything that we do, the mental component is, is the most important component of every single thing we do from goal setting to time management to, you know, driving performance to change, improve, you know, change management, all of that. Right. And so you got to make sure that you're hitting on, on all three cylinders. And for me, a big part of that mental component, again, is being able to fall in love with the process. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, and I'm just, even today, at, you know, I told you about the, the team meeting that we had at the end of the day at the job. And um, it was good that, you know, actually at some point, the, the topic of kind of, you know, getting counseling and, 
and see, you know, just having conversations where people are talking through your feelings and your emotions and stuff like that, and how, just how beneficial that is. Um, but we can all see how how we were affected, and and, and I would say at times, and please don't mistake me because we we've gone through some very very difficult situations. Um, but how we can let certain things affect us when we really do have control over our feelings or how we allow in in the number of ways that we're having information thrown at us and how we put too much thought into this or into that and again those thoughts cause us to feel a particular way um, and while there was a lot of, of tragedy and things that happened you know over the last year um, like there's some of us that while we we saw those things and we felt those things we talked about those things and we mourned you know when, when it was it was time to mourn we were going through those situations like there was still a lot of positivity that came out of that right because we're we're focusing on that mental aspect not always perfect not always doing that uh but focusing on that mental aspect and how can i how can i do my best to to control my mind because it's mine's they're my thoughts and those mm -hmm. thoughts are, are, are creating my feelings. Nobody else makes me feel a particular way than myself. They may influence, but I'm still allowing that influence one way or another to come in. Um, so just I just encourage everybody, again, when we're talking about that, that discipline and that mental effort is how do I how do I feel those feelings, not try to push them to the side so that I can learn to one, realize where they came from. Mm -hmm. And if I do let that thought create this feeling and let that feeling slip in how do i feel that because that's still my truth at that time and and learn to to think about it to feel it and then to let it go mm -hmm. you know what i mean to let it go and then realize if that's a feeling that i don't want anymore that i don't, I don't like don't necessarily run from it how do i again change those thoughts and think about that moment and that 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 time that created that thought that then created that feeling mm -hmm. uh, I just encourage everybody to, to think about that as we, you know, again, look to, to keep things moving in a positive direction in this new year. No, no. Well said, man. Uh, well, I think what it comes down to, and I know you and I have kind of talked about this before, and you know, I'll share with our, our legacy leader community is, you know, our thoughts, our thoughts are to me, they're just like, it's just like gasoline, right? Our thoughts are like gasoline and just like gasoline in real life, right? If you pour it over something and just drench it and set it ablaze, it can consume Mm -hmm. Right. Or if you put, take that same gasoline, you put it in a tank and you ignite it, it can propel. Yes. Right. And so we have a decision to make every time that we are um, inundated with these things. And, you know, we have these thoughts that that, um, you know, you know, kind of rattle around in our brains. What are we going to do with it? Are we going to allow it to propel? Or are we going to allow it to consume? Mm -hmm. Right. Everybody's making that choice every single day. Um, there are definitely. You know, um, there's been no shortage of um, images, situations, all of these things over this past year and even leading up into, you know, uh, this week um, that we've all been consuming. We've all had to consume. And again, we're, we're, we're all um, faced with that same question. Am I going to use this to propel me? Am I going to use this to consume me? Right. And I, I definitely think there's a difference, you know, propelling when you think about propelling, using as, um, you know, as fuel, using that gasoline as fuel. It's about, you know, progress. It's about moving forward. It's about achieving. Yes. Right. Um, and that can be in a multitude of places. It doesn't have to be just strictly tied to 
um, you know, I want to propel, like I'm using all these things as fuel to propel me towards my, my fitness goal or my weight loss goal or my business goal. It doesn't have to be that. It can be in that specific area. If you're seeing these things that are um, triggering these feelings and these thoughts, you know, when it comes to um, civic duty, civil unrest and playing a part in my community, right? Like you can use that pro to propel you to take action, to do something about it so that you are um, influencing your neighborhood and leading in, in your community and your area and being a steward of those that are around you, right? Or you can allow it to consume you. And to me, consuming is really more, it's, um, it's not about progress, um, you know, by any stretch of the imagination, right? It's, it's really the opposite of progress. It's deterioration, right? When something is consuming you, right? It's, it goes from, you know, kind of thought to obsession to, um, almost debil debilitating, yeah, right? paralyzing. paralyzing, right? And so, um, the challenge for all of us, um, you know, as you know, we've been consuming this media, um, inundated with these images, or um, as you think about your behavior-based goals and the, the triggers that you have is once you've identified kind of that, that gasoline, right? Are you gonna use it to propel? Are you gonna use it to consume? Is it gonna be fuel or is it gonna be paralyzing? Those are the questions that you have to answer. Um, and um, I'm confident, you know, with our legacy leader community and the support system that, that, we've, that we've been able to build, the community we've been able to build, um, the accountability system we've been able to build. Um, if you guys are struggling with making that transition from, um, again, you know, kind of consuming to propelling, you have people around you that are going to help provide the encouragement to get you to the, where you need to be from a mental pers perspective. Yeah, for sure. Well said. Um, and honestly, man, you know, uh, for our legacy leaders out there, again, that is, that is our heart. Um, if you want to know if you're just, you know, joining the legacy and leadership podcast, you can definitely go back to season one, uh, episode one, two, and three to learn a little bit more about us, um, individually and, and, you know, kind of what we do, but that's, this is what we're here for, right? Is, is again, to, to help teach you the things, the mental aspect, the strategies, the tactics that you need uh, to know and to apply and to live out in your life so that you can truly become a leader worth following. And as you continue to master that piece and, and grow as a leader and grow in the trust that people have in you and the influence that that provides, then you can start um, teaching others you know, and developing them and, and how they lead and how you lead groups of people in the masses. Uh, and again, that is, that's really how you then leave a legacy, you know, for generations and, and really having an, an opportunity to positively affect not just your life, but the people that are around you. Um, and I think that's all really what we want, right? Like, you know, we want, we want positivity, man. We want to be able to, to touch people's lives. And if somebody's going to touch us, man, touch us in, in a most positive way and influence us in the most positive way. Uh, and hopefully we can, again, reciprocate that as well. So hopefully you get in that. Uh, hopefully you, you again, kind of got where we were coming from about behavior-based goals. Again, we typically think about how, how you act, which that is true, but again, really focusing on how you feel in certain moments based on the thoughts that you're having. Uh, uh I don't really want to consume 250 grams of carbs a day, but I know I need to. So I just got to, again, switch up those thoughts. It'll change my feelings uh, and I'll be able to hit the goals that I'm trying to hit from a, uh, a fitness perspective. And then outcome-based goals, right? Outcome-based goals, again, are changes that you're making to your performance. 
and you broke that down. They work tandem and tandem. They work hand in hand. If I'm focusing on how I'm thinking, which is focusing on how I'm really feeling in those in those moments, and switching that up so I have a more more positive thought process and feeling. Believe me, it's going to get easier. You're going to start achieving goals, which is going to make you even happier. Your confidence is going to increase, and you'll see how that performance continues to rise as you start to hit those outcome-based goals on a much more consistent basis. Um, so I know we, we had some other conversations kind of that, you know, maybe parallel more of, of kind of vernacular that we use uh, in the business world. Uh, did you still want to jump into that as well? Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can share for the for the legacy leaders um, for our community in here. Um, but yeah, so it, if you're looking for a way to easily kind of digest it or translate these things that we're breaking down into maybe again some nomenclature, some vernacular that you're already comfortable with, um, I say think of behavioral based goals as kind of your lead measures. Right. And then the outcome base is kind of your lag measures. Right. And for those that may not be familiar with that concept, I'd be more than glad to break it down. But when we're talking about um, assessing the performance of your business, assessing your pacing performance, your trends towards performance, you really have lead measures and you have lag measures. Your lead measures are things that are indicative that you are heading in the right direction. Right. They are. Um, milestones or measurements where you can quickly say, okay, if these are positive, then I am going to have the desired outcome, right? Where your lag, your lag measures are um, measuring or assessing, did you achieve the desired outcome? Now, your lead measures give you an opportunity to influence and pivot and change, right? So that you can get towards your, your, your outcome based, um, you know, um, outcome or your outcome based goal. Excuse me where your lag measures like once you measure it there's nothing you can do about it right so kind of going back to um the example i shared uh you know uh in the community the legacy leader community uh with um usain bolt right so clearly his 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 lag measure was what was the end number on that that clock that stopwatch when he ran the 100 meter dash right when he had a a goal of breaking the world record right of maintaining his gold medal um he doesn't know that until he's crossed the finish line and then once he knows it it's measured it's in front of him he can't go back and change it like it's already happened right it's a lag measure it's a lagging indicator but his lead measure along that along that four-year preparation process can be things around, okay, or even leading up to the day of the race, right? Did I get eight hours worth of sleep? You can measure that immediately, right? Uh, it's an indicator that I'm well-rested and prepared for um, the upcoming race, right? I'm in the best position possible to, to be successful in the upcoming race. Um, you know, did I eat the appropriate amount of food, right? The, the right uh, macros. And trust me, when you're at that level of an athlete, um, Everything you consumed is optimized and just kind of down to, again, the macro to micro, right, uh, to ensure that you're putting the right fuel in your body so that you can perform at your peak performance, right? So, um, again, whether it's the sleep, whether it's what he's eating, the, the stretching um, routine, the warm-up routine, if all of those things are, you know, positive, green lights, favorable, um, those are leading indicators that he's in the best position possible to perform at optimal him. 
and then the lag measures what the end result is. So again, going back to the behavioral-based goals um, versus outcome-based goals, your behavioral-based goals really are your, your lead measures, right? If you're not in the right minds, the mindset, if you're not in the right headspace, if you don't have positive thought, right? If you're having negative thoughts and that's keeping you from doing kind of the mundane um, actions that are repeatable, observable, those behaviors, right? That's a leading indicator that you're far off from your out your um, outcome-based goal. If my outcome-based goal is to lose weight, well, the behavior associated with that is to eat right and to work out. And if I'm not in the right headspace to eat right and to work out and I'm not doing that, that's a leading indicator I'm going to miss my outcome-based goal, right? Um, and so, again, I think it's just another simple way for for our leaders um, to be able to associate it or break it down, whether you want to do behavior-based or outcome-based. Again, think of it as a lead a lead measure versus a lag measure, leading indicator that I'm displaying the right behaviors, I'm heading towards my outcome. And the lag measure is, did I get the desired outcome? Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. Uh, so as we said you know, before uh, earlier, the one of the key things is melding those two together, where you're talking about lead measures or lag measures, or again, the whole premise of this particular podcast episode is that behavior versus outcome-based goals, um, melding those two together uh, and making sure that they're working in tandem together. And then the other thing is really focusing on that that mental perspective of it, right? Because again, especially from the behavior perspective, we're talking about the feelings and how those feelings can positively or negatively impact our behaviors which are gonna impact our opportunity uh, to actually achieve those goals that we have for ourselves. Um, and then just, you know, our encouragement is to fall in love with the process. You know, don't get so caught up uh, on the goal itself because uh, most time in life it's, it's about the journey, right? So, I mean, we have big goals that we have for ourselves and uh, the Legacy Leadership Learning Group, um, but this is really what we enjoy the most, man, is, is having these conversations, the work that we put in, the conversations that we have, the fun that we have in the planning and the executing and God willing, you know, we'll achieve our goals. If not, we know that we had fun and we learned a lot of things in the process and hopefully that we, we helped a lot of you guys out there in the process as well. Um, Again, it is all about giving, right? Um, so we're going to ask you to give something a little bit back as well. Uh, the first thing that we're going to do is to ask you, uh, if you're listening to the podcast, uh, whether you're on iTunes or Spotify, like it, make sure that you're downloading the episodes and leave us a review. We would really, really love for you to leave us a review on iTunes or Spotify for sure. Uh, if you're watching the vidcast and you're with us on YouTube, make sure that you like the episode uh, and that you subscribe to the channel. Yes, if you haven't subscribed uh, and then hit that alert button. Hit the alert button so that you're always alerted when the new episodes are dropping. And I told you the fresh new learning content that's going to be dropping. We have bonus episodes coming out as well. So if you have the alert button on, you'll be alerted and you won't be surprised when you see some of the new the new goodness uh, that's coming at you again, which is the Legacy and Leadership Podcast. Um, so we appreciate you guys very much against all of our legacy leaders, man. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for watching. Uh, again, show us some love and share. 
sharing is caring. So share this uh, the podcast, share this video uh, with your friends and family and other folks that you know uh, would really enjoy, or maybe they even need it. Uh, but in any case, like they're just going to get a lot of value and benefit out of being part of this legacy leader community. We definitely, definitely appreciate that. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Coach Jimmy G Jr. at Leadership Docent. Follow the Legacy and Leadership Podcast at Leadership Podcast. Um, excuse me, Legacy Leadership, my bad. Uh, and then follow us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and on LinkedIn at uh, Legacy in Leadership Podcast. And if you haven't done so already, keep talking about it. Get into Facebook, get into our Legacy Leader community. Where we're having more conversations uh, about the podcast, about, again, other classes that we're giving. We're going live every Wednesday. Every Wednesday we're going live and we're just continuing to add value and just teach because we love Cold to teach. Cold brew and combos. Cold brew and combos, 8 o'clock uh, every Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so if you want to be able to check that out, again, join us in the Legacy Leadership Group uh, community on Facebook. We definitely, definitely appreciate that. So, um, And then pay attention for the next episode that we have coming out. Uh, which is going to be episode number 26. Uh, we're still going to be talking a little bit about goals. Today, again, what's the difference between outcome and behavior-based goals? Uh, but we're going to be getting into goal setting and perseverance, right? Perseverance, which is really going to start taking us into the next series uh, of podcast episodes that we're going to be doing. Um, how, we, how do we may, remain resilient and persevere? We're going to set goals. You're going to put this action place, action plan in place, uh, but inevitably something's going to happen, whether it's the world and things are happening in your family uh, or there's just challenges along the way. How do you persevere and not just endure, not just fight through it and keep, you know, just be strong and, and, and willpower through it, but really feel those moments and, and really learn how to truly be resilient through those times and not just mm -hmm. keep working through survival mode. And I'm going to survive. I'm going to get through this again. We don't want to live in that space. We want to be able to truly be resilient and not just endure. So um, be on the lookout for that. Again, that's going to be coming in the next couple of weeks. But the next episode, Setting Goals uh, and Perseverance, coming at you. Uh, again, Legacy and Leadership Podcast. I am your co-host, Jimmy Gonzalez, Jr., along with my co-host and my good friend, Devon Watch Jr. Thank you for riding with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. And as always, God bless and stay encouraged, y'all. Take care. Rage on that beat, going crazy. You have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and leave a legacy worth remembering. Until next time.